0: A housing group for older people run by older people. Present raise the roof.
1: We advocate for secure, affordable, and appropriate housing. So listen up. On the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5:30 p.m. on 3CR 855 on your AM dial.
0: That's right. You're listening to Raise the Roof on 3CR and my name is Fiona and I'm joined in the studio by my lovely co-host today, Pam. How are you, Pam?
1: I'm good, thanks, Fiona. Hello, everyone.
0: Hi. So today, Pam and I will be chatting about aged care. Um, sounds like a bit of a scary slash
1: boring (laughs) topic. Scratch your head topic. (laughs) That's
0: right. But I can assure you it's extremely interesting. Um, Later on we'll be hearing from some of our volunteers who have been working on the Service Navigator Project. But um, before we get to those guys who are talking about it, Pam and I were just having a little chat about some of the barriers that um, we see. And Pam, you were mentioning some people in your village.
1: Yeah, well, um, I live in a, uh, with 150 other tenants, uh, all over, over 65, all, on, all pensioners. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things that you don't know about. This and uh, I must admit, I'm one that does knows nothing. I got a letter saying that now you're 76, you're eligible for aged care, and I just threw it in the bin. I didn't think, oh, well, there's anything about Now I realise all the um the things that are involved with it and that, and um some of the people where I live, they've said that they got a they got a um a package and they're getting this and they're getting that. Other people are struggling along, not doing anything, paying for things that they probably don't necessarily have to pay for because they should have a package yeah uh, so um and this uh, nav this program is going to be absolutely fantastic because i'm going to put my name down i won't do it now because you just <laughs> gave the girls a whole lot of work to do but yeah. i will definitely and i will be bring a friend along who's going into hospital and i said to her have you done it and she said oh oh no my doctor filled out the forms and that's it you yeah. know you don't know what, what you're, what's available to you or what, what's not available to you.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's
1: really confusing too when people get
0: these random letters in the mail.
2: Exactly. They, they
0: may have had something happen six months or a year ago and all of a sudden a letter arrives. And, and,
1: and a lot of them think too, aged care, oh, God, they're going to try and put me into a home somewhere, you yeah. know, and, and it's, it is very confusing, it really is. And scary as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I guess... Um, people may be wondering why we even are worrying about aged care when we're a housing um, service.
1: It all comes in part and parcel, isn't it? Because when you're in housing, you've got to have care. Um, Sometimes um, some people need washing done, Mm -hmm. hung on the line. Some people need shopping done. Some people just need their, their house cleaned once a fortnight or once a week or whatever.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's the thing. If people, the government for a long time has been trying to avoid putting people into nursing homes too early Um, and these days often you're not in a nursing home if at all until you're in your late 80s or early 90s even um, or older so I guess if you're needing to stay at home you need to have a stable home in order to have that as well so I guess that's our thoughts too though not just people that are in retirement housing but maybe people who are in private rental who are struggling
1: yeah well my mum's 97 and she's just had extra care put in place for her because um She thinks she can cope, but she can't. Well, that's, yeah. (laughs) I guess there's that too, isn't there?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, aged care is a bit confusing, um, and it wears certainly as a housing um, service, not experts in it, but we do, we are. Working with people that are experts in it, and we're learning um, a little bit more as we go, and trying to assist people. Because I guess our idea of the perfect world would be a one stop shop where a person can come into our office and find out about all of their housing options, but then also potentially yeah. what options do they need to put stay them in home. the house, and yeah. then
1: work out what they what they need after that yeah. once they're in the house. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. So mm. we might um we might just listen to a quick announcement and then we're going to go into the interview that myself and Pam did earlier with Margaret and Susan but before that we'll just listen to a quick announcement. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to 3CR 855 on the AM dial and on 3cr.org.au. Listening to Raise the Roof, our weekly, a fortnightly show from Housing for the Aged Action Group. And today in the studio, I have two of our lovely volunteers, Margaret and Susan. Hello, Susan. Hello, Fiona. Hey, Margaret. How are you? Hi, Fiona. I'm very well, thank you. That's great. Um, so you're here today to tell us a little bit about the Service Navigator Um, volunteer work that you do. So for people who may not be familiar with the term, what is the service navigator?
3: Yes, the the aged care service system navigator is a free and confidential service where trained staff and volunteers provide information to older people and their families uh, about Government funded aged care services and they also offer to support people to access those services through my aged care. Um, there's a range of navigator services offering face-to-face assistance either from an agency or at the agency or in a person's home or even in at a community centre to, to a group. So for example, at, at HAG we have office-based volunteers and that's Margaret and I and volunteers who can visit people in their own homes. So Margaret and I are based at the HAG office so we can see people there or we can even contact them by phone if they prefer if they're not able to come in.
0: Okay so it's aged care services um, and you mentioned My Aged Care uh, accessing that would you be able to explain a little bit what for people that don't know what My Aged Care is what what exactly is My Aged Care?
2: Okay um, well, my age care is the entry point for uh, aged care services for older people in Australia. So it's it's a, a system where it's bringing all the services under one umbrella in terms of referring and identifying those services for older people. Um, and the reason that it it came about was basically to make it easier to have one point of entry one ease of access Mm -hmm. so that when you're looking at aged care services from early stage sort of ones like meals on wheels to more intensive services you've actually got that entry point and you can just keep going back to that one Mm -hmm. Um, and in terms of the actual system well it's it is a database it is a a computerised system, but it also has access for us to make an 1800 phone number. So we can either enter through our internet, email, whatever, or we can make a phone call. And the basic reason we're encouraging people to be involved in the navigator system is that to actually get services these days... Older people need to, first of all, register for, with My Aged Care. Mm-hmm. Then after a discussion which we don't participate in, we, which the person on the phone from My Aged Care will chat to you about, they, an assessment will be arranged to identify if that person needs those services, uh, needs particular services. And if they do, they'll be identified and then you'll be linked in... With the services that are appropriate for you.
0: Okay, so when you say services, I guess when most people hear the term my or ter, the term age care, they're thinking nursing homes, um, residential care, that kind of stuff. But that's not just what it's about at all. You mentioned Meals on Wheels. What other what other types of services
3: are people able to get through My aged Care? Yeah, certainly. I, I think that's a, an understandable concern that yeah. people people. Uh, may not be wanting to to have or, or go go to residential care and they don't need to so and it seems that most people want to be as independent as possible and to stay in their own home for as long as possible and this is what most of the services are designed to do to help people stay at home and and maintain their independence as as long as possible so those those services uh, might might be things like shopping and meals as margaret said um, some personal care and nursing and and, and, but obviously when people's needs change yeah. um, and they need more intensive care and care around the clock, that's when we might start thinking about residential
0: yeah, but care. that's kind of the last last thing. Before yeah. that there could be a range of different mm. things put in place to support people to yes. stay at home. Yes, it's yeah.
3: like a pyramid. So at the at the base of the pyramid you have the, the entry level services which are offered to people in their own home. Yeah. So that's most of the services. And and even when people's needs uh increase, um they can still be offered in their home, and that's in the form of packages. Uh-huh. Um, so then, then you get to the higher, higher level where people need, you know, the twenty-four hour a day. Care, yeah, and that's in the residential services. Yeah.
0: But all services, the gateway is my age care, um, and yes. and that's where the, you have to go through that now to get all services, including what maybe traditionally used to be known as council services. Yes, yes. yeah. I so I think
2: that's a confusion still for many people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think back in the day, people um, just went to their local council right. and, and did, yeah, they and they maybe had ho- Meals on Wheels and home care and things like mm. that but they didn't have to register through this central portal, but now they do, mm-hmm. and that's what you guys are here, <laughs> here yes. for, yeah. is to assist with that. So without, um, without being, getting personal in any particular person that you've met, um, would you be able to tell us about the type of things, when you're going out and about um, and discussing my aged care with people, mm-hmm. what sort of issues are, are you finding for people? How, why is it difficult for people to access...
2: The system? I, I think it's difficult because there seems to be, although we've got a website and there's a lot of advertisements and there's beautiful flyers and so on, somehow or other, many of us are not accessing that information. Yeah. Many of us are just, you know, uh, as you said, many of us thinking, oh, well, if I need some services, I'll go to council, mm-hmm. but at the moment I don't, so I'm being a bit naive. Um, so there's the people that I've spoken to, the first point of call is that there's been quite a lot of confusion. They've relied on a relative or their doctor or their community health service to say to initiate um, them signing up for my aged care. So I think information is still a, a difficulty, but also when you start talking to people um, who've come into the office and we've assisted them with the registration, often they're just a bit hesitant as to whether they really need those services or that they might be eligible for those services. Mm. Now, older people, uh, for some of us, we think older people are are quite some years away from us, but older people are anyone from over 55 onwards Mm -hmm. nowadays. And the other thing is that a lot of us uh, are trying to be self-sufficient and... Be independent so unless somebody has that discussion with them about that you could have somebody come in and help you make a meal each night or take you shopping or we could modify your bathroom to make it much easier for you mm. until you've had that one-to-one discussion sometimes you just don't open up those possibilities and the other barrier that I think uh, that we've come across, I'm sure there are, are many, but the, what we've come across is that if you don't have internet service and you may not be adept at using 1,800 numbers, yeah. then you just sort of put it to one side. And so if you have a friendly face and a supportive environment that will encourage you, then you might move on. And that's what my experience has been with people when I've when I've clarified their, their concerns. And the other thing is, as we mentioned, people do think we're regist- you're registering for residential 24-hour services. Yeah. And again, as Susan said, that's not necessarily the case. So basically, it's about information. We just need to get it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Know. And I guess it's a bit scary too. And, and maybe I know myself when I have to sift through a bunch of paperwork and make all these hard decisions, you put it off and you put it off because it's, all, it's yes. all a bit much like tax time or something. You just don't want to yes. have to do it. So I guess having a person sit with you face to face and mm. have that gentle conversation, no one is forcing anyone into anything. No. It's what they want. So, yeah. yeah, That's that sounds,
3: yeah. Plus it involves um, talking quite personally about your, your situation mm. and you're talking to a, a stranger um, and some of the questions can be quite – Sensitive, really. It's about your financial situation Mm. and how you're coping at home. So it can be helpful to talk to one of the volunteers beforehand just to get an idea of what sort of questions might be asked and how to answer them and and have that person sitting beside you while you make the call just in case you need some extra support.
0: Yeah, because it's a bit of a shock, I guess, as well, a stranger on the end of the phone asking you these things if you're not prepared and you might might not want to go any further with it.
2: Yeah. So We do need to say that... uh, it has been my experience and friends of mine who have made that call that the my aged care staff are very supportive yeah. and are very respectful. That's good. And they've got a set of questions, sure, and they are kind of personal, but they're very encouraging mm-hmm. and they will explain to you the next steps because what we as volunteers are doing is just helping you with the first step.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the people on... The paid staff on the end of the phone will then explain what the options are and what happens next. That's right. Yeah. So um, if people are interested, um, so maybe there's some listeners out there that are thinking perhaps they do need to have this conversation with somebody,
3: um, how do they go about getting in contact with you both? Well, they can call HAG on 96547389 to book a time to come in to talk to one of the volunteers or if they can't come in, um, they can still make that call and then uh, mention that they they would prefer to have a telephone conversation with one of the volunteers.
0: Yeah, and you also mentioned home visits for people too. If you if yes, is that, can you talk a little bit about that as well?
3: Yes, there's the, there's Staff at, at HAG, um, if, if people ring this that number, 96547389, there's staff there that can arrange for other volunteers, the home visiting volunteers, uh, to visit people at home if they're unable to come in and would like to have that visit.
0: Yeah, and that's pretty rare, I think, isn't it? Because I don't know if any of the other service navigators are actually doing that face-to-face home visit. So that's, that's really great oh. that we're able to offer that too. Yeah. Um, and so when they first make that appointment what what do they need to what how should they prepare what should they expect when they come into the office
2: Um well uh first of all uh to register you need a Medicare card so they need to to bring... register with My Aged Care yes, that is yeah sorry yeah. so um you need to remember to bring your Medicare card most of us have our cards with us um and uh, I guess uh the other thing is that um just thinking about your own care needs and maybe even talking to some friends and family about those care needs yeah um that might set you up for for a discussion with us but otherwise we'll provide you with uh, we'll provide people with information and brochures and we'll you know step you through what what is on offer and try and answer your questions. I mean, we we will endeavour to answer all the questions, and if we don't, we'll try and find out the the answers uh, together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, at the point of coming in, after we've gone through that discussion and we've we've made sure we've got all the uh, the cards and and relevant details, we'll then uh, assist people to make that phone call or make the phone call and hand over the phone to the person and um, sit sit with them if they want us yeah. uh, during that registration. Oh, that's yeah. great.
0: So during the phone call you're sitting there and supporting them yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So I guess um, people might be wondering... Um, why HAG is doing this because we're normally a housing service um, and we, our focus is on older people and housing. So I guess the reason that we wanted to get involved as an organisation is because um, people are at risk of homelessness are definitely not able to access these services very easily. Mm. Um, so we are also working with our own clients and trying to help them while as well as get housing, try to get them linked in to services as well that they might need. Um, so, is there anything else that you'd like to tell our listeners about the service, or about my Aged care, or what's on offer? Service
3: navigator. I suppose about the the, the service. We as volunteers, we're not we're not experts yeah. in um, aged care services, but we have access to the information. We're happy to ask other people who might know more about it than than us and, and we're, we're learning all the time so um, uh, we do encourage people to, to, to come along even if you're not sure yeah. um, yes. make the call and uh, we'll meet with you and chat through the, any, any issues and see if we can help you in any way
0: And can you say again what days you're available
3: in the the office for appointments? Yeah, we didn't say. Um, At the moment it's Monday and Tuesday between 11 and 1. Okay, great. So if people are listening and perhaps they'd like to
0: come and meet the lovely Susan and Margaret and have a cuppa and a chat about what they may be able to access, um, if they may be considering things are getting a bit harder to manage at home, perhaps they need some shopping assistance or um, assistance with cleaning the house, things like that, Um, they might be eligible for my aged care services. And Margaret and Susan are more than happy to sit down and have a chat with you about your needs. No pressure, of course, led by what you want, um, as it should be. Um, So could you be able to say the number again one more time, Susan?
3: Certainly. It's 96547389. And thank you very much for coming in today, Margaret and Susan. It was lovely to have a chat. Thanks, Fiona. Thank you.
2: Hey, y'all, this is Natalie from Blue King Brown, and you're listening to 3CR. Support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now.
0: Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Raise the Roof on 3CR in Melbourne, Australia and I'm here in the studio with Pam. We were just listening to Margaret and Susan, um, two of our volunteers, um, and it was really great to have them come into the studio today. Yes. Um, And it's great for people, I guess, to put a – I guess not a face to the name, a voice –
1: well, yeah, and also to know to hear what they're saying that they know that if they've got any questions or that they, all they've got to do is give us a ring or come into the um, into HAG and they they'll be able to sort them out yeah really well that'll yeah. be reassuring for a lot of people as oh, well oh for yeah. sure
0: so um I have Pam as you listeners may not be aware that Pam is actually a member of our committee of management she's yep. the secretary yep. um, and HAG is run by a committee of management because we're a, um, a grassroots organisation and around, I would say, 90%, would you say, Pam, are over the age of 55?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easily yeah, yeah, So we're an organisation that's run um, by older people, although the staff group are relatively young, some of them. Um, All the hard
1: workers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we've got a mix. We've got a bit of a range of ages, but we have a group of young staff and then a group of older staff, and then we have a committee of management that are all older people mainly. Um, And so we just think that's a really good model to have older people, as I say, nothing about us without us um, actually steering the ship that is HAG um, and being able to... Set the direction and make sure that we're doing all the right things in terms of um, what we need to do um, and we have um, committee of management elections coming up in November, yep, and um, we would love to have to hear from any listeners who may be interested in getting involved, um, maybe finding out what it's like to be part of a community group um, and you know, there's meetings. What is it every every month?
1: Once a month, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah.
0: and how, how? What would you say to people that want to get involved in the committee? Is it a huge burden
1: on them? It's, or no, it... it's not a burden at all. Yeah, I've been, I've been secretary at other committees and that, and um, uh, the the amount of work that I had at other places was not fifty percent, a hundred percent more than one. Um, because pat on the back to all the people that do work at HUG because everything is presented. The rate should be, you know, spot on, and uh, yeah, in yeah, the reports and the, and the, uh, are just so explicit, and uh, it's just so easy to um, just sort of um, read through them all and just make sure that everything's going the right way. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I guess that's it's really great for us as well to get feedback from the committee that we're in the heading in the right direction too. Exactly. We, we usually have yeah. a staff member come to the meetings for the first part to tell. Tell everybody what they're doing day to day so there's yeah. a bit of a connection.
1: Exactly. And yeah. it, it lets you it makes you understand more about Hague too, you know, because yeah. um when I first started I sort of had was compassionate about what, what you do but I didn't actually know all the things that you guys do. Yeah. And you know. And um and and also um not that we want the the committee want to get off the committee, but uh, we we do need new blood so we can sort of turn around all the time and yeah. uh, and somebody else can um, can join in or yeah. or um, take a term and then somebody else can go, come back on later or whatever. That's you right. Know? It's yeah.
0: really good to have a bit of fresh blood. Yeah. Um. And and we're also into hearing from people that maybe have worked in community services or, yeah, exactly. or have got experience. But if there's any. Um, retired lawyers out there. Wow, we yeah, always, that's what we need. <laughs> we would love to have a lawyer <laughs> yeah. on board. Um, so yeah, it's it's not too much of a burden. There's a monthly meeting. Um, there's a bunch of um, people involved that are all lovely, mm. and we have nice snacks. Yes, um, we do. Have nice cups of tea. We do. Yep, and the and meetings only go for about an hour, hour and a half. Yep, yeah. Yep. 12. And then we have
1: the general meetings every, right. every couple of months. Yeah. yeah. So we and
0: just had a general meeting um, and we had some soup um, yes. that the staff made for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But also we had a really great presentation
1: from... Jeff. Wasn't that good? Yeah. That was really good, yeah, yeah. to understand what Jeff's doing with interna- uh, nationally and, yeah, yeah, it's really great. And yeah. some of
0: the data and statistics that he's got from Western Australia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who yeah. have a different system. They're not lucky enough to have a hag over there. No. Um, so it's really actually difficult for people to try and find housing information because it's scattered all over the place. Exactly.
1: Um, well, I think it was the same here before people started to – realised that hags there and yeah. what they do, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, so that was good. We also had some discussion from our strategic planner who wanted to hear from the members about how we can work with the members because we are a membership organisation. We've got mm. around 400 members mm. but not all of them can get to meetings no. um, because no. heaps of them are in the country.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, also,
0: yeah. it was about 12 degrees that day so <laughs> it, was. It, was it, wasn't, cold. it wasn't a great day to get no, out and about no. at all. But so, we had a good turn-up. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And also, we're always looking for me- new members mm-hmm. too. So you know, if anyone wants to come along to a, the next general meeting or yeah. whatever, come, come along. along. Yeah. yeah, join up and be part of the part of the part of the group. Yeah,
0: and there's plenty of opportunity for socialising too. So yeah. I think that's probably what people find the most valuable exactly. out of those meetings: yeah. yeah. the chance yeah. to chat with mates. Yeah. But um, we've also got a couple of uh, working groups. So there's the retirement. Working group, which is for people living in retirement housing, like yourself, yeah, but Mm. also independent living units or caravan parks,
2: yep,
0: um, resi parks, um, retirement villages. They can come along and they meet. um, And the other Fiona, there's two of us, Mm. um, runs that group and talks about things like you know what to do about um, management or blah blah. Mm. You know, if you're having troubles, so. That's really great. And so if you're interested in getting involved in that group, they're also looking for new people to join up. Yeah, right. So they can just call the office um, and we will maybe put the details on this station after. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're welcome to log on to the website as well if you've got the internet and click um, I want change and then you'll be directed to all of the ways that you can get involved in changing the system.
1: Yep. Do we give out the phone numbers, Fiona? Yeah. Okay. The uh, landline is 96547389 and the 1300 number is thirteen hundred seven six five one
0: seven eight. And that's all we've got time for today. That was so oh, quick,
1: wasn't it? It did go quick. Yeah. So
0: tune in next fortnight to hear some more great stories from Housing for the Aged Action Group. My name is Fiona.
1: My name's Pam.
0: And we'll see you next fortnight. Bye. Bye. You've been
1: listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.